music, what was I thinking? <laughs> oh well, check out all the music and bands and singers that I know because of television. This is The Draft. Welcome to the Draft Podcast. We are to the 13th draft, 14th episode of this podcast, and I'm sure many of you were wondering, did this podcast fade into nothingness? Are they losing all momentum? Are they gone? Well, I'm here, and with me as always, Mr. Bill Decker. Hey, everybody. We, <laughs> we are back. We are back, and... The main reason that we weren't able to record is I was really sick. The flu hit me really hard. It messed up my editing plan, and it certainly made it difficult to record. So we ended up having an unintended hiatus, but here we are. You know, the 13th draft kind of makes you think of the whole 13th floor of a hotel. They skipped that. We almost skipped this. But here we are, 13th draft. We are covering music. This as, as I did this draft, Bill, as I wrote down my draft board, I realized a couple of things. First thing I realized as I, as I did this is any credibility I had left with people is going to be gone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is not a respect-garnering draft for me. And, and I, I picked it. So <laughs> it's on me. But I also realized there was a good reason I picked it. As I put my draft board together, I realized if there was any nuance to this, if you if you had come up with this one and said music from the 90s, I'd have like three. I mean, <laughs> I just I just don't have a wide range of things I listen to. So it uh, it was beneficial to me to just blow this entire genre up in one draft. <laughs> so, I sit here, all, a whole bunch of things new. I've got a clipboard, which doesn't matter to any of you, but it's really nice for me. And I've got a brand new chair that I'm sitting in that is really, really comfortable if you're five foot six, and I'm six foot two, and getting stabbed in the back by this headpiece. But whatever. We'll roll through it, and next time I will get a different chair. Anyway, the, the gist of this draft is we each have a music festival, and stupidly, we put them in the same town on the same weekend. And we are fighting for people to come to our, our festival, to pay money to come listen. And so we've got eight acts that are going to be our main draws, that we are going to highlight, put on all the posters, and ha put on the main stages. So, just so we're clear, yes, the name of my music festival is the DX Invasion. The DX Invasion. 
Yeah, so you get to be WCW, and I get to rage you <laughs> and punk you out since we're in the same town at the same time. <laughs> You're going to show up with a tank and yes. branches in your helmet, a la Billy Gunn. <laughs> the branches in the helmet were my favorite part of that whole thing. It just looks so stupid. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Yep. Oh, well, being WCW, then, I guess I have to dress all of these guys in really bright, gaudy colors and have them move very slowly. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll get with each of the, the acts and have them work toward that. But at any rate, because I picked this really not for me topic, <laughs> you get to start. So who is your first act, your big act that you're going to put on all the posters? If I'm going to uh, have a music show, I, I want someone who can just bring a wall of sound. All right. But do it in such a way that people are going to enjoy it. Now, this cat has got probably a dozen albums out. Okay. And he can just riff. <laughs> you know, so he can, he can just go off and be spontaneous and just keep the party going. And it's a guy that you could, you know, you could bring him back several times during the event, <laughs> you know, because people are just going to love it every single time. <laughs> and uh, this guy really uh, garnered attention uh, from the public when he produced a CD and the cover art featured the silver surfer. Okay. And the name of the album was Surfing with the Alien. Hmm. And uh, that's when I really uh, noticed him. And then I went back through his catalog and bought those albums. And I've <laughs> 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 continued to buy his albums. Because this guy, is he sings some, but most of his stuff is just straight out music. Okay. And uh, it is just a joyride. And uh, the, the guy's name is Joe Satrion. Oh, yes. You have told me about him. Yeah. I've seen Lots. him in concert several times. And every time, it is phenomenal. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't just... It's not just him. You know, he's got a he's got a bass guitarist. And usually, uh, the, the one I've seen him with, and I know he's had several... Uh, these guys are just as great on their instrument as he is on a guitar. And he'll give them some time to do a solo. And uh, the guy that I've seen do a couple of solos is this guy named Stu Ham. Okay. And and he is just phenomenal. Very just cool. Just phenomenal. And uh, he, he did things on a bass. I have only seen guys do on a lead, you know, lead guitar. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, that's uh, not something you see every day. <laughs> and that's yeah. very, very cool. <laughs> but I, I watched him play a, play a song where he was playing chords down where you usually hit the string. Okay. Or he was playing the melody down there. Uh -huh. But he was, playing, he was also playing chords, a counter chord, up on the neck, just figuring the frets. <laughs> So he had this two-part thing going on. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's even hard to explain. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, and Jose Atriani is so clean in his playing. You don't hear him scratch the strings with his, as he's, it sounds just like it's coming off the CD. He can do it that clean. Nice. And yeah, it's it's just phenomenal. Very cool. Sounds sounds great. Sounds great. Uh, you you've mentioned it before. You played a couple of songs for me, and I do enjoy really good guitar. So yeah, I was impressed with with what he could do. Well, (laughs) (laughs) there was really only one act that could headline my show. Now, to be clear, we, we are picking, you know, the person's whole library. And so the, having a large scope of things to pick from is, is very helpful. And so, you know, this, this guy is someone who, well, guy slash band is someone who has 12 albums out. And one of the things that is going to be a common theme with this for me is I came, I I discovered this lately, just far later than pretty much everyone else. And so, you know, I'll, I'll end up saying, Hey, have you heard this guy? And everyone's like, uh, yeah, like eight years ago. (laughs) That's, that's how I come at music. I, I discover something I think is new and it's actually like, you know, in this instance had like a dozen number one hits before I discovered him. (laughs) (laughs) I'd heard the name, but hadn't actually heard the music. And because of my upbringing, there's, there's some reasons for that. I, I heard a limited selection of music growing up, but this guy, Oh, when did I hear first here? I first heard his seventh album. It looks like, and loved it. I don't remember why I got it. I think I, I had heard a song by this band and really enjoyed it. And so I thought, eh, I'll just, I'll try it. And got an album called Crush and really liked almost every song on there. And so got a couple more albums, downloaded some things from iTunes, even a country song that he did, which that's going to be the only country anywhere on my list. But when he shows up to this this festival, it's going to be on a steel horse that he rides. <laughs> bon Jovi. Gotta be number one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he has had a lot of hits. Yeah. And a lot of success. <laughs> and I'm laughing because, yeah. <laughs> You're not just... 10 years behind. No, no, no. You're like 20, 25. <laughs> well, I, I, I picked up crush in like 2001, 2001, 2002. Okay. And so I've been, a, I've been a fan for 12, 13 years. Okay. <laughs> it's not like I just discovered him last week or something. <laughs> yeah. But I remember listening to Bon Jovi in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's just funny. But you know what? Yeah, great singer, great band, and and they they, they put out some quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's really a show that it. a lot of people would enjoy. Yeah. Yep, I would definitely want to hear that that concert. But number two, number two for me is, uh, again, you want to talk about catalogs. Yep. This guy, I think, has, 
I want to say, 60 albums. Oh, my word. Yeah. Prolific. Yeah. But he also had a career that lasted 50 years. Okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's a long time. Or or so, yeah. And uh, and he is a country act. And, but uh, he's just classic. But uh, then towards the end of his career, his last three albums, he got in with this new producer hmm. that was a fresh face. as a guy that worked with a lot of rap guys in the past huh. and whatnot and really kind of just challenged the status quo on what he could do. Okay. And he started doing these covers of rock songs, hmm. but making them his own. Mm-hmm. And just people just stood up and went, whoa, how did we ever stop paying attention to this guy? Cool. And yeah, in, you know, if, if you're going to have someone at a musical fest, everybody, I don't care what genre they in, everybody respects the man in black, <laughs> Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah, I... That's that's someone who, again, I heard much later, but I enjoy the the style, the tempo, the his voice, his voice, that deep, that deep and almost just casual way of singing is is catchy. And, and it's a lot of fun to listen to. He in his early. Now, this is way before he did a lot of spoken word. Oh, OK. Stuff. That, uh, yeah, which, yeah, I mean, much slower paced than what we call rap, uh-huh. but basically, <laughs> you know, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, I definitely uh, listened to him like read an audio book or something like that. It's just, I just, I love that. It's, it's soothing, but it's, I don't know. There's, there's just a really unique a voice that carries so much emotion. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a gravitas to that guy's voice, no yeah. matter if he's talking or singing. Mm-hmm. You can just tell, man, this this is coming from a deep, deep place. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I like that pick. And uh, just just hearing some of the stories behind his music and uh, how he came up with stuff mm. when uh, when he went to sing at San Quentin. Mm-hmm. The night before, he wrote a song just for that occasion, and he just—he was just sitting in his uh, hotel room. He says, "Man, you know, if, what would it be like to be locked up in San Quentin? And what would it make me feel like?" <laughs> and he just wrote this song, and he had to do it twice because the inmates were going so crazy wow. the first time they didn't hear half of it because huh. every time he'd sing a line, they would just go off the walls. Wow. <laughs> so he had to repeat it the second time so they could actually hear the whole thing. <laughs> and yeah, I put the song was just devastating. Hmm. And it's a sincerity and, and clarity of what prison does to your soul. Okay. And yeah, it, it, it was just, wow. That guy just had, you know, how can you even sit there and, Imagine it, but 
he could, and he brought it home, and those guys are just like, this guy gets it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. And I'm beginning to see how this is going to go, because as you talk about the artists that you selected, you are going to have stories and things to say. and. <laughs> And then this will be my pick, and then we'll be back to you. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> no. Like, as I look at my next pick, I've got a lot of stuff on my iPod that I listen to regularly from this this band slash lead singer. They did some stuff, a lot of stuff together, and then he did a few, a couple of solo projects. But I don't really know anything about them. <laughs> I know that people, <laughs> I know that people make fun of them, and that in turn, people are probably going to make fun of me, but I like the music and I like the singing and I, I listen to the songs a lot and <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about them. <laughs> so right. I'm just going to have to say pick number two is matchbox 20 slash Rob Thomas. Okay. Yeah. I like matchbox 20. I like Rob Thomas. I first heard anything from him uh, when he was with Santana. Of course. That, that song, Smooth. And I just thought, I really like the vocals on this. Obviously, I like the guitar. I, like right. I said, I love good guitar. I, I enjoyed, I listened to it for the guitar. But I just, the more I listened to it, the more I just thought, I really like the vocals on this. And so I sought out other things that he did. And, I mean, I like most of their their songs, really. Right. Yeah, it's a, you know, and this is the thing about music is that you don't really have to defend it. You can just explain that this is why I like this. Yeah. You know, and then you move on. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's the vocals. It it's, really it's is the vocals. Me. Exactly. For me so, on that one. I mean, yeah, it's, why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's, there's tons of, uh, great vocalists. Yeah. And, uh, we're, you know, a list this short is not going to do <laughs> the music field justice. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to do a great job of covering my, <laughs> my <laughs> list. <laughs> oh, number three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, last time, or two times ago, I guess, it was me having to say that's a name I have heard for your picks. <laughs> Here, I have to do it for my picks. <laughs> I don't know nothing about this band, but I heard of them. And so I, I like them. I just them up. <laughs> you know, I, I've heard of you, and I want you to be at my music festival. <laughs> I, I know nothing about you. Yeah, I just... But, but I've heard of you. I figure if I've heard of you, you must be fairly decent. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard of you. You you guys have a, a whole group of crazy clowns, is it? I mean, that can't go wrong, can it? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the group you heard of was Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that you actually get that joke. <laughs> I, w I was attempting to make an insane clown posse reference, but... Yeah. You did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I was just like, did I do that badly? And it didn't come through. 
But no, I, I get the I get the Nickelback rip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my number three. Mm-hmm. Okay, you gotta you gotta go with a group that people not only do they enjoy, sure. but they know the catalog. Yeah, yeah. This group, it was a soundtrack of a generation because they just not only did the group just crank out superstar after superstar, uh-huh. but as a group, they just cranked out hit after hit. And different people were responsible for all of them. It wasn't just one guy, and the rest of people were just hanging on for the ride. Mm-hmm. They were all contributing songs to the catalog, and they were all making hits. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you know, you, you got to go with the Eagles. Okay. All right. I, I've heard some Eagles stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that. That is a band whose stuff I have heard, and that. <laughs> and you, you didn't have to play it for me, unlike unlike your first pick, which I, I'd never heard of that guy until you you played his stuff for me, and then I'm like, okay, I can listen to this guy play guitar for a long time, but right. but the Eagles, yeah, <laughs> this is going to probably be a common theme also when it comes to music in general. But I first heard the Eagles as ECW entrance music. <laughs> Terry Funk oh my came out to Desperado. And, <laughs> and then from there, I, I sought out a few other things, Hotel California and that kind of thing. Right. Some of their, some of their bigger stuff, but yeah, I, I enjoy their sound. Their, their vocals are really solid and obviously they're a well-known, well-loved band. So it fell a little outside the scope of what I, what I picked up. I picked up a lot of stuff from, from ECW entrance music, but um, (laughs) I mean, I know who Kilgore is. (laughs) Oh boy. So who's your number three? I'm so useless in this podcast. (laughs) My number three, I discovered, as ECW entrance music, <laughs> multiple songs actually were uh, were used. And, and, I mean, I missed the hard rock of the 80s and early 90s pretty much completely. And then caught it <laughs> thanks to ECW. And it became one of those, oh, that's why I've heard this, heard of this band, you know? And... This particular band for did had at least two songs that that were played in ECW. One of them just bizarre, and that was the one that Balls Mahoney would come out to. But the other one just I, I loved the song, great sound, and it's what Chris Candido came out to. He came out to Back in Black. Mm. My third pick, who I've picked up a number of their albums now and listened to them uh, whenever I kind of get the want to listen to something harder um, ACDC that's a great pick you want to talk about a catalog that people are going to know yeah <laughs> I know it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and they're so well known even you know <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah ACDC is wow yeah yeah I don't know what kind of a show they put on 
Yeah. But as far as could I just listen to multiple songs in a row from them? Mm-hmm. You betcha. Yeah. And and as a as a kid, I did because <laughs> I'm old enough to remember the Bon Scott days. Okay. Of ACDC, their original lead singer. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then the transition into Brian Johnson. Mm-hmm. is their current lead singer now right. and has been for years but mm-hmm. yeah and yeah when brian johnson came came in and that first single got released back in black mm-hmm. and he just talked about just a coming out party yeah where you know just let the world know yeah not only are we back but everything's gonna be just dandy <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah absolutely just I mean, not mimicking the the style. He, he's oh, got not his, at all. But he very clearly was in the continuity of the band. Oh yeah, definitely. He, he he's been on record as saying his trial his his goal was to sing as high and as loud as he could. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he succeeded. He did remarkably so. <laughs> Okay. Number four. Number four. Yeah. See, now, when I want to go hard, uh-huh. when, when I want to go not just hard rock, but even, you know, metal, mm-hmm. f- To me, for me, a lot of metal is just a, a whole lot of noise. Sure. It, it, and, I, and I just don't enjoy it. But there's some metal groups that I do, mm-hmm. and this one is by far the most musical metal group ever. Okay, and I think it's probably why they're the biggest metal group ever. Huh. And yeah, it's it's Metallica. Yeah, yep. I strongly thought about putting them on my list. Again, guess how I found out about them. <laughs> <laughs> Enter Sandman. Yep, Sandman. <laughs> and then went back and bought the Black Album and listened to of course some other their stuff. But and and I still listen to regularly three songs off the Black Album. Oh, definitely. And definitely. Uh, wherever I may roam, and don't tread on me. Yep. Along with Enter Sandman, of course. And yeah. just yeah, fun driving heavy music. And, and I can see why you call them the most musical of of the metal bands because th- they're genuine songs with genuine melody. It's not screeching and screaming and all of that. But, but even even the uh, the guitar work. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they have some of the longest intros into their songs of almost anybody. Uh, enter Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, but but it's but it's musically very well done. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now, one of the reasons why is their lead guitarist, uh, Kurt Hemet, yeah. was trained by Joe Satriani. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and and so I think there's some there's some musical pedigree there that helps helps them be as musical. I've I watched a concert with them on TV okay. where they were playing with the San Francisco Symphony. Wow. Now, not a lot of metal bands could pull that off right because there's no way you could symphonize what they're doing right but they're so musically sound in how they're crafting their music 
that the symphony very easily it translated great yeah yeah i can see that i'd I'd love to hear that 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 sounds really fun i might have to look that up after we're done recording here just to do it it is phenomenal yeah yeah that sounds really cool that sounds really cool and certainly far more acceptable and palatable than my next pick (laughs) (laughs) this is another one of those where i'm just kind of hanging my head but I listen to their stuff and I like it. <laughs> so it just is what it is. I listened, I, I first heard this band, not in ECW, but in a mashup. And if I, I'm, I'm assuming 98% of the people out there know what a mashup is, but that's where someone takes the music from one song, and the vocals from another and puts them together. But this group actually did a mashup with another singer another artist and they put their songs together and performed them together as a mashup and it was really cool i really enjoyed it and so then i started listening to both of them individually and discovered that the reasons i like the mashup so much was the one band not the other artist (laughs) the other artist that i decided was not for me and i'm you know sorry if this guy's on your list but it was jay-z and just I'm okay with it. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> just just didn't care for his lyrics or style or any of it. It just wasn't for me. But when set to the music and sung in conjunction with songs from Lincoln Park, I thought it was really cool. And so that is my fourth pick, Rap and Rock Together, Lincoln Park. Wow. <laughs> it's eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I know that I've heard Lincoln Park stuff, uh-huh. and I know that I've enjoyed Lincoln Park stuff, but I could not tell you one song. <laughs> I could not name a song of theirs. Yeah. But I know I've heard it, and I know I've liked it. But I just, in order for me to buy a CD, I just have to fall in love yeah. with it. In order for me, the only artist I don't have to listen to their album first uh-huh. to see if I'm will is Joe Satriani. Makes sense. I'll buy his stuff sight unseen. Sure, sure. <laughs> and play it to death. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's a that's a great way to come into liking someone. Yeah, yeah. It it's really fun, and I still listen to those mashups too. And, you know, I listen to the radio edit versions of them because of Jay-Z, but, but they're good. They're, they're fun. They're fun to listen to. And most of the songs, they did six of them and three or four of them are set to the Lincoln Park songs, the Lincoln Park music. And then they both do the vocals for their songs and they, you know, one will start and then they'll cut into the other one. And it's really fun. And I, and I really enjoy it. But yeah, Linkin Park songs, if I told you names of the songs, most of them, they've named them something that doesn't make you think of the actual song. So right. it's not helpful. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's just one of those. When I'm ready to listen to Screaming, I put in ACDC or Linkin Park. And that's, that's about it for me, other than Metallica. That's about it. <laughs> Well, my next pick is a, is another uh, group that's been around forever. 
and has just put out album after album. Okay. And uh, oddly enough, though, I like their earlier stuff more than I liked the stuff that really garnered most of their fame. Okay. Because their stuff that garnered most of their fame happened where they kind of left their roots and took on the uh, sound of the time. Okay. Which was the late 80s. Okay. And introduced uh, this kind of synthesized sound because that's what was and, and it worked for them. They, they had number one hits. They had gold records. You know? <laughs> they had phenomenal success doing it. Mm-hmm. But it was a it's a way different sound than where they really came from. Okay. And having heard a lot of their earlier stuff again I really like their earlier stuff a lot, lot more. Okay. Because it's really bluesy. Hmm. And it's really, it's, it's where, it's what they should be doing anyhow. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, hey, you know, you got to pay the bills and, yeah. and, and they did. I mean, the, the stuff that they did in the, in the 80s launched them into fame that they probably would have they would have always had a following, but it wouldn't have been the mainstream okay. following that uh, they had, and it's ZZ Top. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I've, I've heard a few of their, their songs, largely the, the popular stuff that's ended up on commercials or, you know, Saturday Night Live or whatever it is. Exactly. The, the, the mainstream singles, largely, is what I've yep. heard from them. But And, and it's... Uh, when you listen to their early, early stuff, uh-huh. it's night and day. Okay. It is really different. I mean, they, they come back to it a little bit in, in some of those albums. Okay. But, uh, yeah, their, their early stuff was just super, super bluesy. <laughs> cool. But, again, with, uh, you know, with Gibson playing that, that guitar and just doing the riffs that he can do and just the hooks mm-hmm. that he can set into the music. But, but yeah, just a totally different feel. Okay. And I, and I like that stuff better. Cool. I like some good blues. Nothing wrong with that at all. Very cool. Well, my fifth pick getting into the bottom half of my festival here is someone who, even if you don't, you're not familiar with this artist and, I mean, everyone's familiar with this artist, but even if you weren't and you just listened to other popular music over the last couple of decades, few decades, you would recognize this guy's stuff, not because he influenced, but because he ripped them off. (laughs) Now, he, he didn't do it unkindly. He was a nice guy. He went to them and said, can I rip you off? And he only ripped off the people who said yes, but he didn't just remake their stuff. And I do, I've got a couple of bands that probably won't make the cut here that their main thing is redoing older songs in a different style. This guy isn't redoing them in a different style. He keeps the style, but changes the lyrics. (laughs) I've got weird Al. (laughs) Oh man. 
<laughs> but you know what? What a great departure that would be in the middle of a music fest. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and talk about a prolific career. Yeah, and talented. He's chosen to do weird things with it, but he's talented. Yes, he is. And yeah, it's just. And the thing is, the, the guy is musical. Mm-hmm. It's not like he does a bad job with it. Right. He does a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lyrics are entertaining, and it's musical. And he's done a number of songs that that are just in the theme of or whatever that he just he just writes. And some of them are fantastic. One, there's a song called "Hardware Store" that is just it's the harmony is amazing in it, and it is really precise with you got to come in here and then here and then here. And like, it's, it's really precise and he sings all the parts. It's just amazing. So I listen to that one just because I really enjoy the, the music of the song, the singing. And he's singing about hammers and stupid things, but it's such a, a well put together, well sung song that I enjoy listening to it, even when I'm not in the mood for something goofy. Right? Okay, so my, uh, was it six? Sixth pick? Yeah, sixth pick. Yep, sixth pick. Again, I, I like going with guys that got uh, long catalogs. Yeah. So when they come up, they can, they can just play hit after hit after hit. <laughs> and this is another group that uh, had faded away. But then kind of like your Lincoln Park thing, someone did kind of a mashup with it. Mm-hmm. And it brought them back out of obscurity. Huh. Mostly because they had the lead singer of the band sing on the mashup. And then MTV. Mm-hmm. They, they made a music video. And it was great. Okay. It, and it became almost like this battle of the bands over this song. Huh. And, but then at the end, they, they join together and finish it out. Okay. Now, I'm not going with the group that brought them out of obscurity, <laughs> even though they, they were fine in and of themselves. Okay. They run DMC. Ah. Uh. But I'm going with the band that they brought back out of obscurity. Uh-huh. And, it, and now have gone on to make hit after hit again. Right. In, in their second career. <laughs> it's Aerosmith. Yeah, yep. I've listened to a number of their songs. Uh, I don't know whether it was, there was that movie about the asteroid. What, yeah, one of like, yeah, yeah, it was one of like nine asteroid comet destruction right. movies that came out that year. <laughs> but, I mean, the song was great there. Yeah, I, I've heard some covers of their stuff that's caused me to go back and listen. Like, Dream On, I think, is my favorite of theirs. Yeah, that's a very, very good one. And, yep. And, yeah, that's, I mean, obviously a really prolific, really solid band. I mean, they, they can do the ballad amazingly well. But then when they they pick it up, when they, when they want to make the song move a little bit more, it's also really fun to listen to. So, yeah, that's, that's a great band. Great, great pick. I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing them in concert. Yeah, yeah. I've actually watched some of their concerts on like YouTube. 
Okay. And whatnot, just to, like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, my next pick, I don't know if we would have to go back in time or use the replacement or whatever, but it's it's two guys and one of them died. So that makes it tough. But the guy who, who died, his his brother has has sung in his place, and then another guy has sung in his place. And I've enjoyed both of them as well, and it's it's worked out. So I, I guess we could really do any of three different versions of this group. But they weren't really meant to be a band. They were kind of meant more as a comedy act. And yet I just, I was really drawn to their music. It, it's a couple of actors, actually, that that teamed up to sing. And they even did a number of concerts. I don't know if they toured or whatnot, but I have one of their live, live albums and I really enjoy it. Listen to it a lot. I mean, who knew Dan Aykroyd could sing? <laughs> I love the Blues Brothers. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> talk about you want to talk about quotable movies? Oh yeah, the Blues Brothers. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, the, if, if if you watched Saturday Night Live back in the day, mm-hmm. you, you knew both of them could could pull it off mm-hmm. because that's. How that started was sure. as a skit. Yep. On Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it just blossomed <laughs> into movie goodness. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the Blues Brothers, I I love them. <laughs> I, 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 I have a suitcase full of blues <laughs> and I've worn it out. <laughs> That's a great pick. Have you heard any of the stuff where it's uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Goodman? No. It's good. It's really good. I mean, they, they did that second movie that I, I am one of like three people that actually likes. And he was, he's a really good in it. He's a really good, not replacement, because he doesn't sound the same. It's not, it's not exactly the same, but it's, it's really good still. I, and I, I really enjoy that or, you know, with, with Jim Belushi when he, when he filled in. Right. But, you know, if, if I've got to pick one, it's going to be the originals. Right. You have to. Yeah. Oh, Rubber Fantastic. Biscuit. Rubber Biscuit is hilarious. Rubber Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening to it going, what is happening here? <laughs> And then Soul Man, of course. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But, uh, first, yeah, time so I, it, first time I ever sang karaoke was Soul Man. Blues Brothers <laughs> version. <laughs> nice. Nice. And because I did the Blues Brothers version, I couldn't talk for pretty much the rest of the night. Right. <laughs> <sighs> so I get my, I'm done with my last two picks. Yeah, number seven. So I'm going to go with uh, two fun ones. Cool. Um, this group, um, I don't know if they've written any of their own music at all. Okay. 
but what they do. Yeah, I don't think the Backstreet Boys did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and golly, I didn't even think of that one until you just said it. <laughs> but and, uh, this is a group that uh, they don't use any instruments. Okay. But they make all the musical sound that they need to make to make a song uh-huh. vocally. Okay. And it's one of the best acapella groups that I've ever heard. Okay. And it's Pentatonics. Oh. I'll have to check them out. That is not one of the groups that... I mean, I've got two groups that do that kind of thing on my list, and they're not one of them, but I'll have to check them out. What Do they do covers? Is that... Yeah. Yeah. Everything they do is a cover. Okay. Very so cool. it's it's very eclectic, but check out some of their Christmas stuff. Okay, it's just phenomenal. Their 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 version of the Little Drummer Boy. Okay, good night. <laughs> very cool. Are they are they more recent or are they been around yeah. for quite? A, oh, maybe they're, they're the ones re- that that because uh, when you said Little Drummer Boy, I think I saw like someone put it up on Facebook and and it was like I'm all sure over the place. <laughs> okay, um, I, I think I saw that then, and yeah, okay. that was that was fantastic. I, yeah, because that, that guy that does the beatbox, uh huh, is just insane. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's who I saw then. So I've only seen the one song, heard the okay. one song, but watched it, but whatever. And yeah, I really enjoyed that though. That was really well done. So I'll have to check them out. I really like that kind of music. Yeah, they they do it extremely extremely well very cool because every 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 singer on there is just rock solid <laughs> i mean so yeah, clearly yeah. every singer out there could be a superstar yeah yeah and uh when they come together it's just magic yeah yeah i i loved that one that, that you posted it was really good so yeah i'll check them out i'll check them out because i think that would be right up my alley also up my alley is groups or singers or whatever that sing stupid songs, <laughs> humorous music, and also apparently ones who have been on television because that's how I found out about this group. I was working at a retail store and I was uh, working with my store manager and and we got to talking about music that we liked and and he said, you need to listen to this. You want you watch this show. And he let me borrow the first season of it, brought it home. And probably half of the episodes were, eh, and half of the episodes were hilarious, but the music was strong throughout. And so I got their first album, still listen to it regularly. It's, it's folk music, but all funny stuff, all original stuff. It's Flight of the Concords. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, fits into a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I remember I, I've watched that show before. Uh-huh. And, and, yeah, it's it's uh, when you're in the right mood, that mm-hmm. show is just hilarious. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> bizarre, but, yeah, it's just great. I, I really enjoyed it. At least the first season. That's how much I, I had access to. So Right. 
Right. But yeah, good, good fun, that show. Yeah. Totally see <laughs> how that, that could be enjoyable. Yeah. Definitely. So my last pick. Last pick. I'm going to go with kind of, it's not necessarily a guilty pleasure. Okay. Because a ton of people have, have seen this group. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually, they're kind of odd for a group. Okay. Because there's multiple versions of the group operating all over the planet at the same time. Okay. So it's for a music group, that's kind of different mm-hmm. for, for a brand. And, and that's really what they've become. They've become a brand. Okay. But, uh, boy, you want to talk about just a fun time at a concert because their concerts are audience interactive. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they just put out some crazy. Now, as much as, you know, I, I listen to Joe Satriani yep. for his guitar work. Yep. I listen to this group for their drum work. Hmm. And, and you see a lot of drummers, and they have these crazy expressions, you know, and they're just all over the place, you know, animal, you know, from the Muppet type people. Uh-huh. And these guys are totally the opposite. Just deadpan. Deadpan. About everything. I think this is only the second of your picks I'm, I'm pretty sure I know. <laughs> Not that I've and, heard of, but that I can guess ahead of time, I mean. And... They're blue. Yeah. Blue Man Group. Right. Just puts on a concert. <laughs> Another one that I heard about in a roundabout way. That one thanks to Arrested Development. But yeah, it's just a... Anytime I can get to see them in concert, I would go. Because it's just going to be a fun, fun time. Very cool. Very cool. I don't know if I've actually heard any of their recordings, but I've definitely uh, seen commercials and and heard them referenced quite a bit. I saw a t-shirt of them just the other day, and it was creepy. Anyway, that is is how helpful I am in this episode. (laughs) Well, you know, it's... It's still infinitely more helpful than <laughs> that's a name I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> so you haven't thrown me under the bus. So no, that's, no. That's cool. And, you know, <laughs> your entire list has, has been ones that uh, this is the one I have had the least exposure to. It's the Blue Man right. group. So, and they're more of a performance band than they are right. uh, a recording artist. So yeah, I, th- I think definitely. that's understandable given that. But the one that I'm going with here has, for, for my last pick, again, we, we need, I guess, a time machine or something because two of them are dead. But there's really no replacing these guys. Man, is this another one that's from a TV show? That's, that's great. I mean, Bon Jovi has been an actor in quite a few things. Weird Al, of course, did his movie. Blues Brothers, obviously. Flight of the Concords TV show, and this group was formed for a TV show. When I was when I was growing up, I, I one of the styles of music that we listened to was anything from like fifties and sixties. That's what my parents listened to, and this was the one group that has still kind of stayed on my radar even since then. And 
man, I just, I, I enjoy their stuff. I know that some people, a lot of people in that area were, were Beatles or Beach Boys. And I like the Beach Boys and understand what that's saying about the Beatles. <laughs> but I was always more into the monkeys. <laughs> different though well yeah the, the Beatles were talented yeah. in setting. That's, <laughs> and the monkeys jumped on, dropped on their coattails and said hey we can make money yeah <laughs> but but with a different style i liked i liked how they would harmonize i i just like their songs better and it's probably a, a big influencer for me that growing up on i think it was nick at night probably i watched the tv show and so okay. that was probably something that uh, that made them stand out to me. But well, it's probably good we're stopping at eight because your next pick would be the Partridge Family. No, no, no. <laughs> my next pick, the Brady's. My next pick would have been one of those acapella bands, actually. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> not not Penn and Teller or whoever that other group was, but. Um, <laughs> Pentatonics. Yeah, them. <laughs> no, yeah, the they clearly have to have a TV show, I guess, for, for me to get their attention because, or for them to get my attention because, honestly, ACDC, I know of because of a TV show. It was wrestling. Lincoln Park, MTV. So really, Rob Thomas is the only one who I probably didn't first see on TV. So I don't know what's wrong with me or what that says about me. But <laughs> And looking at my four also-rans, three of them I also encountered first on television. Right. Well, it, it probably means that this is probably the first and last draft <laughs> we do. Because yeah. you have... Spent everything you have. <laughs> yes, I am completely out of stuff after my also rans. I and, and some of my also rans are just stupid. So, <laughs> and and I'm saying that having just picked the monkeys, right? <laughs> yeah. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> Three Dog Night. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Fog hat. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. So, do you want to do also range right now? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get let's get that out of the way. Uh, um, I just I have four. Two of them, like I said, were are bands that largely do acapella and do covers. One of them is Rockapella, who I encountered on the Carmen San Diego game show, but have gotten some of their albums since then. And, and I don't really so much care for their original stuff, but I like their covers a lot. Right. And then the nylons are. Another. Oh yeah. 
group that I really like. I actually have seen the Nylons in concert. Very cool. When, when they went uh, really, really big uh-huh. with their cover of uh, Kiss Him Goodbye, mm. they came to, uh, I think at the time it was the Welsh Auditorium. Okay. And uh, I I went and saw them. That there. is that is their song that I still have on my, my iPod right now. Right. <laughs> cool. But well, my list of also rants is extensive, so <laughs> I will just uh, limit myself. <laughs> my other two, just, just to throw them right. out there and throw myself under the bus. Uh, Jason Mraz, I was surprised to find I liked a lot of his stuff. Right. And then... An, I don't really like country music that much, but I discovered that I'm kind of okay with techno country. And so <laughs> I added the rednecks. Okay. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> but I still listen to that junk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, some of, some of my also rants uh-huh. was Santana. Sure. Cheryl Crow. Uh, Van Halen. Mm, yep. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Okay. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- those are just some. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's a long list of bands I would love to see. <laughs> yeah, we we probably could have done 50 for you, and yeah. it would have been fine. If, if this wasn't a draft and I just had to name 50 groups that I liked listening to, I would probably run out. But... <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, those, those are just some. It's a reason I mostly listen to podcasts. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so. But that was fun. Yeah, that was. I think both of those shows would be fun to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, uh, mine would have its little wing of comedy <laughs> just right. going on off on the side, but I, I think it'd be fun. Well, like you said, with all the entrance music you have, you could put on a wrestling show. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming out the daydream believer. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm surprised WCW didn't do that. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and Kiwi could have come out to that. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll run through my eight, then you can run through yours, and then we'll move on to what we're going to do next time. For my eight, I've got the Monkees, Flight of the Concords, the Blues Brothers, Weird Al, Lincoln Park, ACDC, Rob Thomas, and Matchbox 20, and Bon Jovi. Man, there's a really sharp turn after my fourth pick there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Wow. It went down a rabbit trail. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> I, I think you can, you can have like a whole crowd turnover. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have day one and day two separated right. here. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my, uh, my uh, concert uh, goes uh, Blue Man Group. Uh, Pentatonics, Aerosmith, ZZ Top, The Eagles, Metallica, Joe Satriani, and Johnny Cash. 
very eclectic. Yeah. That's that's good. I mean, you, you'll pull in a lot of different people, and then obviously the underbands that you'd have playing at 2 in the afternoon could uh, mesh with whoever you're going to headline later and get a good draw. I like it. Yep. I like it. So, And nobody said Bob Dylan, which right. made me happy because, man, I can't stand Bob Dylan. Um, but anyway. But here's the thing. I... I appreciate the influence that Bob Dylan had on a generation of music writers. Sure. I just I can't just stand his singing. I, I, I like I like people doing covers of his stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah because I can see his that. stuff is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't like listening to him. Too yeah. Much. Oh. <laughs> just. I've played some of that stuff for, for my wife. Just stuff that when I was working retail, I would hear and over and over again, it's just like, who is this that can't sing? And then I'd look it up and it was Bob Dylan every time. <laughs> just someone, someone's going to send me some hate mail for that, which would be great because we don't get mail. But right. if you want to send me some hate mail. Yeah, we'll take any mail at this point. <laughs> the draft Hates. podcast at hotmail.com. Right. You can also yell at me on Twitter. I'm comic fan Adam. Or, you know, you can drop me nasty comments at WillDeck69. <laughs> well, what are we doing for the next draft? Our, our next draft is going to be another mashup because we seem to really enjoy those. Yeah, I, I do, for sure. And so we're going to recast The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be recast with superheroes. <laughs> Which has got to change the tone of what's going on big time. Yeah, but a little bit. <laughs> but there's still probably going to be just as many tights. So that Maybe, works. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, fantastic. So, yeah, that's that's how that's going to go. That's going to be fun. That's going to be weird, and I'm going to love that. So <laughs> we thank you all for listening. This has been the 13th draft. Looking forward to the 14th one. It won't be nearly as long of a break as we've had for the last couple of them. We'll uh, get back on our regular schedule here unless one of us gets really sick again. But otherwise, we uh, thank you for listening. Drop us a line. Love to hear from you. Love to hear your picks for Lord of the Rings done with superheroes. But uh, Or who would your eight, your eight musical acts be? Love to hear that too. Talking to you there, Toadman. <laughs> and by the time we talk again, Bill, I will have seen Colt Cabana wrestle live for the first time. So, yay for you! Yeah, that's going to be cool. It will be cool. So, going with my friend Cody, who, hi Cody, he listens to us. So, well, hi Cody, thank you for listening. <laughs> you made that creepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did it make that creep? I don't know. Just, well, hi, Cody. Hi, <laughs> Cody. So happy you're listening. Do you like the sound of my voice, Cody? <laughs> now it's creepy. It, it, yeah, it's it's crossed over a line and continued. Yes. <laughs> I I wouldn't blame him for slugging me in the shoulder next time he sees me. But anyway. <laughs> 
this. Cody, I promise to never say your name again on this podcast if you send us an email. <laughs> the draft podcast That's at right. And if you don't, I will say your name every time. Wow. <laughs> I might just fake one just so I don't have to hear it. And what could have been a concise and professional closing has just been a train wreck. So I think I better just hit stop before we make it worse. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.